Welcome to the Tales on Tap podcast, a Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition actual play podcast with new episodes each week. Sit back and relax as we take you on an exciting journey to a mysterious realm of floating islands high above the clouds. Episode 6, part 1 of Erelon, A Destined Journey is about to begin. Edivir sits upon an empty sack, huddled towards the back corner of a dimly lit cellar. Writing a letter on his knees in rough handwriting that doesn't quite match the eloquence of the words he scratches onto the parchment. Windmere, upon the Isle of Skyhaven, a city of commerce, civilized society, opportunity. That's what I was told, and for a time I held hope. Despite my journey so far, having jaded me from the very belief such a place could exist, free of the parasites and cancers of mortal of the mortal condition. Greed, inequality, discrimination, exploitation. The cries of the downtrodden unheeded by those with the means and authority to elevate them with the simple flick of a quill in the halls of power. No. Just like everywhere else I've travelled, in Windmere, Shit rolls downhill. In fact, here, more literally than most places. Anyway, needless to say, I wasted no time in making plans to disrupt the status quo. Well, you know me, brothers. Perhaps I should have applied a little more patience. I got myself set up. I'll spare you the details, and as I'm sure you've gathered from receiving this letter, I managed to get away. Again. Mostly. I do hope you are still receiving these letters. Those who work to frame and imprison me will get their comeuppance, but for now my priority is clearing my name. You'll be pleased and possibly surprised to hear that I am not alone in this task. Others who have suffered similar fates, entrapped and condemned, are assisting me, and I them. The enemies of my enemy are my friends, as the old geezers used to say. I hope you've started to listen to their nightly debates, as I once did. There is wisdom and knowledge in their drunken tirades. I could use some of that right now. And yes, you read that right. Friends. A luxury I've rarely been afforded since I left the scratch. There's Virgil, a wizard in, a wizard rich in both personality and arcane knowledge. He's also shown himself to be a capable strategist. And while I struggle to trust mages still... I am becoming more hopeful that his goals are less less self-serving than others we know. Then there's Pym, a young halfling, barely older than I was when we left the shadow of the obelisk. He's softer than we were, and less inclined to violent retribution, to say the least, but I continue, be, continue to be surprised and bewildered by his dreadic talents. And he reminds me of Edgar. Liana, a Leonin of great physical prowess and apparently some notoriety. Of them all, I think she would have fit in with us the best. She's been through a lot, it seems, but has not yet been broken by it. It's fighting by her side that has kept us all alive thus far. And finally, Kyriatos. This one is more difficult to convey in words. Clearly a talented bard, creative in a pinch, and... But their ways raise many their ways raise many questions that they don't usually remember the answers to themselves. In fact, their mention 
brings me suitably to our current predicament. You see, and I hope you will not judge me for this, in the pursuit of our exoneration, we have had to make fellows with a member of the Windmere aristocracy. Some gaudy posh bastard by the name of Gideon Malgrave has promised to use their influence to clear our names if we help them extend said influence. An epidemic of a drug known as flux is gripping the city of Windmere, sending its users into eruptions of indiscriminate violence and anger. This Gideon individual seems to subscribe to the notion that chaos is a ladder and intends to step on us as their final, as the ladder's final rung. They have tasked us with investigating this epidemic and bringing those responsible to justice. A noble cause on his face, but it all seems a little too convenient. For now, no, they have outbeared us and sent us on our way with the promise of unsung salvation as our reward for completing their mission. Upon returning from their manor in the sickening affluence of the segregated upper city, we attempted to pass a checkpoint using magical disguises. Perhaps it's the work of some god of irony, knowing my aversion to magical methods in my work, that caused my disguise to fail at the very moment we tried to make passage. The alarm raised, we began to make our escape. Not all of us had been detected, though, and Kyria, disguised as an old gnome, faint, feigned cardiac arrest to draw the focus of the guards. From what I saw before I dashed into a nearby alley, it seemed to work, with a few of the guards unsure whether to focus on the pursuit or on rendering medical aid. That was the last I saw of them. We managed to slow the guards still chasing the rest of us, enough to break line of sight and hide away in a cellar, pimped as we fled. Virgil set up an illusory signal in case Kyria was following close behind, but as time passed and Kyria did not emerge, our concern grew. I told them to stay concealed while I went back to scout the checkpoint, but him quite rightly pointed out that I was the only one the guards had seen the true form of and offered an alternative. A druidic wild shape that might help us go search, our search go undetected. I could see both his determination to help and his anxious self-doubt across his expression. But I also see potential in the kid. And I remember the words our sister said to us the night of our escape. I'm not sure I got it word for word. I was never the talker, but she always knew to say the right things. An attempt was made, though not the one we expected. Instead of taking up the form of Our Lady's Darlings or a stray cat, what emerged from the floorboards of this cellar we now find ourselves in was a strange, animated, sapling-like creature with gnarled limbs of tree bark, hollow recesses in which served as eyes and a sharp thorn blade for an arm. Him, too, seemed quite taken aback by this, but he stuck with the plan and instructed this creature to go to head surreptitiously out onto the streets and try the local Kyriatos. I respect the effort in unexpected circumstances. The plan was sound, but would likely not cover the ground needed to know Kyriatos's fate with any surety. As of writing, as of this writing, they remain in the wind. But I hold faith they found a way out. They're hard to pin down, even when you're in a room listening to them talk for hours on end. And improvisation seems to be one of the main tools in their arsenal. Hopefully they haven't gotten themselves into too much trouble. As the sapling's search continued, Biana heard us 
alerted us to someone coming down the basement stairs. We leapt into hiding and thankfully managed to avoid detection, but we cannot stay here. Furthermore, Pim's sapling has now returned, but not with the individual we had sent them to retrieve. Thankfully, the dwarf was probably too drunk to remember any of our faces. So we've left them to their stupor and are preparing to make our way to the lower city, to the Jolly Lodger, where Kyria's family resides. With luck and guile, we will be reunited and continue on our mission. I hope your own mission proceeds in less tumultuous circumstances, that we too will one day be reunited and that you have not forgotten what we spoke about before my departure. We can change this world, my brothers, for all. May Our Lady of Hope Milani guide us all through these struggles. Until next time, be safe and survive to see the new day. Yours in blood and cause, E. Very nice. It was, it was the Jolly uh, Lodger, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the so Apple Lodger. Fuck! You were close, but that was very good, mate. Very, very well mm. done. I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten about the fucking dwarf. Yeah, I hadn't. Um, <laughs> so, because, uh, he's, he's chilling. Because uh, that rendition was so beautiful, you can have an additional hero die. Ooh. Well done. So yes, our fateful group have leapt into action once more, treading the streets of Windmere in search for their lost friend. A friend in which you guys at home know exactly what's happened to, but <laughs> none of these fuckers do. So it makes it even more brilliant. Will they find Kyriatos? What could be her fate? We'll find out this evening. We Next join Kyriatos. Oh. oh god. Do we all need to mute at this point? Yeah, do we need to say that? <laughs> You're all good. Um, you, yeah. we, we join tonight's session with you, Kyriatos. Last we left you, tied to the chair. What do you want to oh, do? No. <laughs> um, okay, so they've gone. Oh, yes. um, has the other one gone as well? <clears throat> is the room empty? The room is empty. You just okay. It's just yourself. Okay, um... I am going to kind of spot the card that was thrown onto the floor and I'm going to attempt to like I, I try and maneuver my way out if there's a way like, am I fully like how am I tied to this chair uh, so your your hands aren't bound but your arms are behind your back and the ropes are somewhat around your forearms and across your chest and around the chair okay. so you're not you're not but you've not been like hog-tied and like completely restrained no. they've just it would take you a, a few minutes to get out of the bind that you're in so it's more a preventative measure than it is a restraint um also do i see any of my stuff it's a very good question <laughs> that is a very good question um you do see a you you do see a bag that is yours by right. the side. Okay. Um, but you don't see the amulet that was around your neck oh, anymore. Sake. Okay. So that uh, has that has gone, gone from your neck. <sighs> so I'm just not allowed anything. <laughs> okay. I <clears throat> am going to. I don't really have anything sharp on me. Maybe like if I can get. I'm going, to, I'm going to attempt attempt to kind of get my arms free out first and then uh try and untie the knot at the back um and try and just free myself 
Okay, uh, make me a dexterity check, please. Okay. Uh, just a Can general just say dexterity. That this is amazing that it's happened twice in the row in the campaigns. <laughs> 15. <laughs> uh, a 15 is yeah. absolutely fine. So you managed to, does again take you a few moments, but you managed yeah. to like kind of wriggle around enough to kind of loosen the rope a little bit and you kind of like jostle one of your arms out and then the other enough to like start untying the rope. Mm -hmm. uh, again, it takes a few moments, but you do manage to get out of the restraints. Yeah, um, I think ever so often my eyes are flicking to the card on the floor and once I'm freed enough, I'm going to snatch it up. Hey, you snatch it up. And I'm going to put it in... Okay. Am I wearing my clothes? <laughs> yeah, you're wearing your clothes, man. Of course, you're wearing your clothes. Like my armor and everything. <laughs> yes, you're yeah, okay. you're still fine. Uh, but as you you pick the card up, yes. you look at it before you put it away. Yes. You do amazing. So, um, you see, it's a playing card, um, hmm. just a traditional playing card, but it has been adapted somewhat. Where okay. instead of a king of hearts, you see where the king's head was. There is the picture of a crow like the head of a crow oh. where the king's head is and the crow has a scar down the eye that it's kind of facing on eye that like whichever way the head's pointing there is a scar that runs down the eye of the crow okay i will kind of put that like into the armor kind of like took it flush against my chest so that i'm not losing it okay um and then I am going to look around before beelining to my bag and just like kind of fall to like my knees and just trying to scurry around to find anything of mine. Okay, the bag is yours. It's your satchel. Yeah, great. Uh, so you kneel down and you start <laughs> scurrying through and you open the bag. Everything yeah. seems to be as it should be, except for one thing. There is a, a little bit of, uh, it looks like a, and it's right at the top of the satchel as well like as you open it there is a like quite dirtied cloth that is wrapped around something tied up with a little bit of parchment shoved into the the where the tie is where the little uh, bit of yarn is that's been used to tie it up um i think kiria plucks the yarn from it keeps yep. it in the bag ties it around their finger um and is going to attempt to follow the way out. Okay, so you put your... left. Yep. Yeah, so you pop, pop your bag on and you make your way over to the door and the door is still at half a jar and you open it and it just, it leads to a set of steps that kind of like spiral up. Okay. Um, do I see light coming from above? Uh, you don't, but there is a... a you see, it's it was a lit uh, sconce. There's a torch that was that's in like a, a metal bracket on the wall that has just been extinguished moments before. Okay. Um, so it's kind of giving off a very very faint glow, but given your dark vision, that there is no light yeah. source within this area. Um, I'm gonna cast one final look over the room just to make sure I haven't like missed anything obvious. I'm literally just kind of going a uh, oh hang on, have I forgotten something? Check back scan over the room if anything stands out that would catch their attention um, um no unless you unless you're taking the um the rope with you that was used to tie you up um there is nothing else really there's just a chair in the middle of the room and i'll take some rope yeah okay so you quickly <laughs> bundle that into your satchel 
Okay, yeah. And then I'm going to kind of quietly, as quietly as I can, clamber up the sta stairway up okay. and hopefully out. You spiral up the stairwell and you see that there is no door as such or a doorway. The spiral staircase kind of leads to a uh, kind of like a just a wooden roofing as such, like a straight fat, uh, flat wooden roofing with a hinge on it that you kind of like push okay. up and you kind of like step out and you step out of what appears to be a boarded up well okay and just kind of like step out of it and into the lower city and uh you kind of lower the hatch down back onto it okay and it's fully nighttime now yeah it is nighttime yeah it's dark out um you are in you would know this area it's it's just on the outskirts um between the lower and middle city it's this um little garden area um little park or woodland section within the city um very much used for people to leisurely stroll through or sit in okay. um and you are stepping out of this well that's covered in vine from floor right the way up the stone of this well okay um I need to need to find a way to disguise myself. Because um, I do not have any spells left. I am going to... I think straight away, kind of breathing the air. She kind of... like They kind of just like... They've clambered out of this well. And just looking around. Keeping to the shadows and the darkness as much as possible. So it's okay. You're okay. It's just pin. It, it's another adventure. It's another adventure. It's fine. You're fine. Go home, Kyria. Go home. And they're gonna try and orient them, orientate themselves, so they know to to try and figure out what direction the artful lodge is in again. Okay. And they they. Yeah, I mean, you've been here before. You've spent plenty of time in, as a child within this park. You know that you're, in fact, not that far from the Artful Lodger at all. Probably around a 10-minute walk okay. from, from it, from here. They are going to run um, it through the shadows. Like, kind of, they, they're, they're kind of holding back more panic um, okay. and are just kind of going to try and get there as quickly as possible. Okay, um, roll me a stealth check if you keep into the shadows, yes. and a general... I'll, I'll take an athletics check as well. Stealth is an 11. An 11, okay. And what did you say? Athletics, please. Uh, oh. Oh, hello. Uh, 17. <laughs> 17. Um, it's almost as if the panic does take over a little bit. Yeah. Um, you are trying to at speed get to where you're going but i think as much as you are trying to be careful i think the panic does set in a little bit too much and yeah. there are some times that you're not quite sticking to the shadows as much as you could possibly be but you are racing at speed in the direction of the artful lodger yeah okay in the meantime virgil edivir pim and liana you guys step out from the cellar 
and onto the streets of Windmere in the lower section of the middle city, uh, a little bit south of the marketplace. Um, you are more central to the city than uh, Kyria is. Kyria is more uh, southwesterly um, at this point, not that you would know that. Um, but just to kind of give you an idea of where you are <laughs> on, on a map, if there were a map. Um, but you are all darting through alleyways, making your way southward together. Um, I'd like a group stealth check, please, at this point. This is not the music I wanted. There we go. Better. I got a 24. 24. Very good. Virgil? Uh, 15. 15. Pim? Uh, 10. 10. Liana? 21. 21. I think the fear, the, the, the kind of episode that you've just had in the, the basement where you were very almost caught has put you all on a very heightened sense of awareness of your surroundings right now. And you are successfully keeping to the shadows and quite literally every side alley that you can possibly find using that rather than main thoroughfares as you make your way south. Pim is trying to get his sapling off of him, who's like... <laughs> basically clambering on top of him as he's on top of Liana. No, Ed, you don't need to be so close. He just stay. Liana, he doesn't listen. What do I do? Can I try to grab the sprite? <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. Uh, athletics check, please. And it'll athletics. be con uh, athletics Sweet. contested Sweet. against an athletics or uh, <laughs> acrobatics as you attempt to grapple it, yeah. That's brilliant. That is uh, 24. Whoa! <laughs> um, Pim, if you need to roll, by all means roll. If it has more than a plus four. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it does. No. <laughs> okay. so, is it, is it uh, athletics or acrobatics? By the way? Either. Either. Okay. Then I just need to double check. Uh, no, no. Uh, it, it, okay. roll, it rolls uh, it rolls a 19 that's fine uh, Liana you almost instinctively just go woof behind your shoulder and grab the sapling by its um, kind of arm or the upper yeah. arm of its blade arm and just kind of like pull it around in front of you and I just hold it I look at it hey, shut up and then I carry on holding it as I keep moving forward <laughs> I'm keeping a firm grip on it He's on my back. I've got a grip of it in my hands. You see, you see the sprite's arm is above its head and its feet are very, every now and again, touching the floor as it kind of like is like running. But also, a toddler that exactly. doesn't want to go to school. Yeah, that, you exactly. know. Feet, feet kicking, very little steps. Exactly that. Um, you guys start making your way south. You are keeping to the shadows, but before long, you breach from the middle city and towards the lower city. You get the sense that you are making good ground and that the, the destination is at hand, given that the buildings that you are now seeing are less kept up. There are of <laughs> lower quality than what you've just been around. 
Um, the place is not as well lit, giving you the advantage of walking through the shadows towards your location. But we join you as you are making your way through one particular alley in the upper section of the lower city. So you've just kind of made your way into the lower city as you are in an alleyway together. Right, everyone keep their eye out for the Jolly Lodger. The Artful Lodger. Do we even know where we're going? We're just um, running at this Edivere, point. Edivere kind of goes... Edivere kind of... You see him, like... He's around a little bit. <laughs> he takes a letter out of his pocket, scribbles something out, writes something else in. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. You're right. The Artful Lodger. That's why I'm in. Um, yeah, well... Oh, I mean, all we know is that you're uh, a, it's in the lower city. I mean, you're a man of these people. Can you just sort of talk to one, ask for information on the down low or whatever it is you do? I don't really know. I can't I can't just walk up to a person and say, where's this building? I'm far too auspicious. You do your thing, Edivir. You need to find it. And you don't. I think my internet might be screwed. Yes. Line suddenly dipped as well, just in case it cuts out. I want to warn you. Right. Um, I'm closing yeah, lots have... of stuff on my laptop. <laughs> I have no idea of these streets either, so I think, Ed, you're actually the best. Sorry, Dag. Uh, you're probably the best to Eddie's try and find Ed's out where brother. this place is. Good to know. Sure. Um, I'll, uh, I'll ask somebody, I guess. And I'll look around for anyone who looks unimposing. Um, okay. Uh, so there wouldn't be anyone in the alleyways that you're in. Uh, you would have to obviously step out and start walking up the main thoroughfare. To well, I'll, I'll 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 kind of I'll kind of sit stand at the end of an alley and give someone a bit of a. Psst, psst. <laughs> <laughs> sure. If anyone walks past. Psst. Uh, well, so you see that as you're kind of like stood on the end of uh, an alleyway uh, on the edge of one of the main streets, um, there is um, somebody that kind of like walks past on the opposite side of the road and you go, hey, and kind of like looks at you and just kind of like flicks the hood up and just starts like walking really fast and just blatantly ignores you. Um, but then there is there are a couple of other people walking past and eventually you, you do catch the attention of... Um, this human fellow, uh, kind of middle-aged, blonde, kind of matted hair, um, kind of short, really badly cut, uh, different fucking lengths all over, um, just kind of uh, wearing quite common clothing, but leather armor, um, couple, you know, has a dagger on the hilt of their um, on their waist, and just kind of walks on. Goes, cool, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got my scarf up as well to obscure most of my face in case I'm recognized or anything from posters. Kind of walks over and goes... Yeah, you were uh, gonna rob me because um, I'm telling you now. If you try, and this street will be littered with your head, mate. Not at all. Not at all. I'm merely wondering if you uh, might know a place called the Artful Lodger. I'm told that there might be rooms there for someone who's just arrived in town. Uh, yeah. Um, so keep going down this road. Uh, take your first left. Um. Kind of halfway down there, you'll see a right-hand turn. Take that, and at the bottom of there, you'll see it kind of gets onto one of the main streets there. Uh, it's almost directly opposite you. Right. How Thanks. far away is it, uh, are they from us? At this um, point? 
What the person? Yeah, like can I can <laughs> Timothy hear them? Then what are you what do? they're saying? Um, you probably would with your passive perception, yeah. But they are a good like twenty to thirty feet away from you. Do I believe what they're telling us, or is this like a setup? Because I'm paranoid. <laughs> Everyone's in on it. Um, you could roll an insight if you want, but you kind of, yeah, sure, roll an insight. Uh, seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, you get the impression that they're giving you directions. Okay, cool. And am I am I getting the impression that this person is maybe like also a blade for hire or something along those lines? He's not going insignia on him or anything like that, does he? Uh, you don't see any insignia, but he does kind of give you that impression that he can handle himself, which is why he quite brazenly walked over with his hand on his dagger and he's just like, "Fuck around and find out, dude." <laughs> Um, you seem like a person who might be uh, ready for a bit of work or knows how to handle himself. What's uh, what's your name? Um, well, that will cost you a penny or two. And why are you hiring? Well, I'll tell you what. Tell me your name. Tell me where you like a drink. And maybe someday I'll pop in and buy you around. When, when I've got something that might interest you. Right, okay. Well, how about we keep the names to ourselves for now, but if you ever want to come and speak to me, then probably uh, the Goblin's Grin. Find it in the Middle Sea. Righto. Uh, thanks for your help. Yeah. Good luck. And he kind of turns and continues walking in the direction that he was heading. And I'll just return to the others. It doesn't seem we're too far away. It's just a few roads down. Did you okay. such a man of the people? I'll say you lead the way, the first person. <laughs> right. Follow me. And I will continue to try and guide them as stealthily as possible through the streets in the direction that this individual told me about. Okay. Um, is there anything anybody wants to do in this group while you're making your way towards the Artful Lodger? I'm imagining that my sapling's gone at this point. Yeah, it will it be. It only lasts for about an hour. Yeah, it will yeah, be. Yeah, I've been holding on to it, and it's like, oh! <laughs> oh. Yeah, it... <laughs> I believe it. It's funny, because <laughs> as you're, like, going along with it, all of a sudden you just feel... Oh, hear the sound of, like... Almost, like, really fast... Um... Decay. Decay, yeah. Yeah. And you're just holding a little bit of dirt in your hand. I, I I didn't mean to. I'm I'm really sorry, dude. Like, Leon, it's okay. Break his friend. <laughs> it, it's yeah, okay. Uh, I have yeah. something in, in in me just says that it, they do that and they'll come back. Do you want do the dart? Uh, yeah, sure. You can always plant <laughs> this. I'll <laughs> pop it in my pocket. <laughs> Adding dirt to my inventory. <laughs> a handful of decayed sapling. Nice. Um, so as we, oh. no, no. Oh. no, 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 no. I was, I was just going to say that I probably wouldn't direct, like, lead the guys if I see the place. I'm not going to lead them straight up to the door. I'll stop a, a, a bit back. Okay, that's fine. Scout out the place. Yeah. Okay, so you guys make your way through the streets and get to an alleyway that's almost directly opposite and decide that you're going to stay there for a good 10-15 minutes to scout the place out before you make any moves. 
Kyria. Yes. As your hoofs yes. hit the street. <laughs> Clippity clop. As your hoofs hit the cobblestone street as you are racing and you turn the corner, the artful lodger in sight on the right hand side of the road. Home finally in your yeah. grasps. Make me a perception check, please. Um, twelve. Twelve. Okay. You see further down the street, not quite outside the Artful Lodger, but the, you know, down the street that you're on, heading away from you, you see two individuals with high, tap, uh, high top hats and coats kind of billowing in the wind okay. as two members of the SBC are patrolling that same street heading away it seems from the artful lodger and away from you okay um i think kiria's instinct at night would be to go through um go around the back and go through the crawl space in the bushes that they've made and go up to the back porch okay. if they can yeah, easily I enough. Think, I think reaching the street, they've kind of stopped their pace. They're like, home is in sight. Okay, now I've got to be careful to actually get there. Um, and so they're going to properly focus on trying to stay stealthy and go round the back and through the uh, kind of the, the, the secret passage they've made, which is literally just a hole in a bush. Yeah. Um, <laughs> really yeah. high tech. Yeah. Um, <laughs> easily done. You secret tunnel. You dip yeah. down the side alley next to the artful lodger and round the back till you get to the backyard of the property, and then you manage to just crawl through the little crawl space that you've used many times before, yeah. seeing that the gate's shut, and you find yourself in the backyard of the artful lodger. I think I kind of. Just claps down on my ass for a second and I look up and what they see is um, this very thin and narrow but very tall, about three four story tall, rickety old building that clearly like has a lot of patchwork jobs being done to the exterior to keep it intact like there's some windows that have been boarded over to clearly like keep drafts out um but you can also see a load of there's also like a load of flower like beds and stuff hanging as though they've tried to make it a home on as much of a budget as possible and um i would just as a little side note if and it's said to join the discord i am making the Artful Lodger on The Sims 4, and I will be posting <laughs> screenshots of awesome. what this is going to look like. That's so um, dope. So... <laughs> Love that. <laughs> that is something I am doing. Um, but yeah, they kind of collapse on their ass and look up and cast message. <laughs> Mama, I, I'm outside. Could you, could you come get me? Kira. I'm casting to Morrigan. Kira, darling. What are you doing here? I'll be I'll be down in a second. I'll be I'll be right there. And that's all you hear. A moment or so passes. Edivir, Liana, Pim, and Virgil, while you are in the alleyway watching the front door. You see 
the front door to this property fly open and an individual step out. Han, could you please describe what more looks like, please? Of course I can. Um, so you see a five foot 11, six foot, very broad shouldered woman with um, like an aged face, like a, kind of like a, fur a like furrow in the brow, a lot of scars, like one over her eye, one through her lip, um, and slightly cracked looking skin. Um, what was a shock of curly ginger hair is now kind of going white at the roots. And you could tell that she doesn't want to dye it over. She's embracing the gray. Um, <laughs> she's uh, likely right now just having thrown on probably Essen's uh, dressing gown type thing. So there's a very, it's like a very sheer flowy fabric that does not suit the vibe of this woman whatsoever. <laughs> and it's kind of like very tight around her muscles. Um, clearly very strong. And for anybody familiar is an ASMR. Yeah. Mm. And you see, cool. the four of you see this individual fling the door open, step out and is kind of holding the robe where their chest is, but it's very much like pulled. <laughs> like, you know, when you, when you put clothing on that's too small for you and it kind of like pulls at the neck and <laughs> yeah. the waist and stuff, but you can see that she's holding it and she's kind of like looking out on the street on either side. You see this sheer look of a mixture of joy and fear. You see a smile, but with a furrowed brow and they just quickly look up and down the street, turn and slam the door. Um, the more perceptive of you, um, so Pim, you'd probably spot that she runs through the front room where the window is, uh, the curtains aren't drawn properly, through and towards the back of the property. Through, you can probably see that from where you are, Kiria. Yeah. The back door swings open and out steps more, flying towards her like and just grabbing her in a massive hug as she embraces you and she goes oh my darling i thought i thought the worst what are yeah. you doing here I, I know it's not safe i know it's not safe but i didn't know where to go i lost my friends um, come, come on come in come inside quickly quickly now and she kind of like puts you down and like forcibly like hand on your back pushes you through the back door, takes another look around and steps into the back and shuts the back door behind her. She just kneels down, placing both her hands on your shoulder and goes, shh, 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 okay, okay, keep your voice down. What are you doing here? I, there was, we were, we, we've been careful. We're being careful, but there was an issue. Uh, we're trying to get help to clear our names and we were in the upper city and I was disguised and I created a really good distraction and it was great. And then all of a sudden I didn't, couldn't see them anymore, my friends. And so I came back here um, and then this old woman, um, I don't know. I, I can't remember much of it. Um, it's okay. It's okay, dear. Okay. I didn't... Okay, come and sit down. Come and sit down. And you can tell me everything. But... Wait here. And she leaves you stood by the back door as she walks through. And you see, Pim, this individual walk into the front room and draw the curtains shut. 
and make sure that every curtain in the lower section of the Artful Lodger, every curtain is drawn shut. And you see they're kind of doing this quite erratically, like, boom, very quickly, whack, whack, shutting them. Apologies for everyone at home, I've just punched my microphone. <laughs> I, I, I think somebody might just have gone inside. We just saw that woman went inside. No, some, someone, someone else. Apart from them, uh, yeah, they, they're drawing the curtains re really quickly. You usually only do that when you don't want to see other people to see inside, right? I mean, and it's, it's late. not like a well, would... yeah, but it's not like a regular nighttime routine to, to draw yeah. them every single part of the room very hastily. I, yes, if you have a home, you always draw your curtains at nighttime, Pim. Do you not have curtains where you come from? We have curtains, but we don't really draw them. We are literally out in the middle of nowhere. So what do they attach The worst to? thing that we can see is a, is a pig. <laughs> let's, I... let's, not, let's not get distracted by who has curtains and who doesn't. <laughs> do we knock? Do we, even, do we... Can we be sure that it's safe? Can I see anywhere in the local area that looks... Like if it just like even if it's just like a shed or another cellar, maybe just anywhere that looks like somewhere where we could hold up for a bit. <clears throat> on the street, uh, not where you currently are. No, um, you would imagine that where because where your stud is very much uh, the back of very much terraced properties without guard, yeah. like without backyards. Oh, okay, cool. So it's very much a ginnel that you're kind of like huddled in at the moment. Does, it, does anyone ginnel. have any way to? Alert. Okay. Anyone no, I've just never heard that word before. Sorry. I've never heard that word either. I have ginnel. no idea what you mean. I'm, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Ginnel's a thing. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have any uh, any way of alerting who might be inside? We could see if we can reach. Not really. I have my. I have one small illusion left. I could do. I can press the digitator to a few little things, but there's not much in the way of. I can't message like they can, not yet. I've not learned it. Never had to. If we're going in... Maybe the imp the sprite thing again? Yeah, you said that that thing could, could communicate with people's minds. Do you need it back in order to do that, or can you do that independently? I, that I can't idea? do that, but they, they can. I promise not to kill this one. Are you able to make another one? I or, think so. Or potentially, you know, do a normal wild shape and go in there? Is that something you can do, or are we restricted to just, just the little plant guy? Just just to <laughs> just to throw a few um, more questions into the mix here. We don't actually know if Kiri has made it back here at all. So in, in theory, we are just sending no, in right. something you don't quite fully understand how to control in there in hopes they won't look down and go, what the fuck is that? And raise alarms. Like, I... I, I I, I appreciate the idea, but again, we don't know that Kiri's in there. If we send in the sapling and they go, who's sending in tree people? We could have a problem. More yeah, I, I guess now. it's not. You can talk to animals, right? Yeah. Um, I will rip off a small piece of my scarf and I'll take out the lump of cheese that I had in a pouch that I took from Tanner's Mark and I'll hold them out to Pim. And I'll say, do you reckon you can get a mouse or a rat to carry this inside 
maybe if Kiri is in there, she'll see the color of the scarf and recognize it and realize that we're here. Hold on, I can. I'm uh, uh, Virgil because that's my name. Uh, pulls out <laughs> like, like tears. I forgot for a second. I was going to call myself Dag. Um, <laughs> sort of like tears off like a small square of parchment and pulls out quill and just writes a small note, just saying, "Kiri, are you there?" Or just something to that effect in the same purple ink he wrote the letter in when they want one sent here. So just, if you can find a little friend, we can send an actual message. Uh, um, okay. Just saying, Kiri, are you there? How is she supposed to respond to that? She doesn't know we're outside. So she's no, going to get a letter it's... saying, Kiri, are you there? She's going to go, yes, I am. Well, if right, she knows that curtains. we're out here... Well, if she knows that we're out here, she can... All right, fair enough. He reopens it and goes... Love from Virgil. How about that? Outside. <laughs> While Love you guys Virgil. are discussing Outside. this in the property, oh my God. after Moore has like slammed the curtain shut, runs through again into the back room and goes, "Okay, my dear, come on, follow me. Have you eaten today?" I don't know. Do I wake Essen? I, I mean, I'd love to see her, but if she's sleeping, then I it's just. Fine. I don't know what to do, Kyria. You're not supposed to be here. They're looking for you. They have I been know, here I know, I know. every day since you've gone. And where did you go? What happened? Um, did you... I I wrote a letter. Did you receive it? Yes. We did, but that didn't explain much. No. Um. Okay, so we were... We were in the prison vehicle and um you know i people broke us out then i remember we ran i'm really struggling more i can't it's okay it's okay this is all a lot right now come with me come we on went to the, we went to the uh, lower city we went to the lower city and we hid out there and that's okay. where i wrote you the letter okay it's okay it's look we should be okay for a moment or two, but what, darling. So I know, I know. I just didn't know where else to go. I didn't. If, I didn't know where they were. If they come looking again, they have ways and means of making people talk. They use the, their magics on both me and Essen to ensure that we didn't know where you were. After they told us that you broke free from prison, they were here every day looking for you, thinking that you'd come home. Okay, um, but, but, don't wake Essen, then. Don't wake Essen. Um, are you okay? Are you... My girl. And she kind of, you see, like, she starts to get a little bit teary. And she's like, what on earth did you get? They told us that you were grave digging? Grave robbing? No, no. Have we not provided everything you could need? No, you have, you have. I just... I don't know. You know, I've, I've always had this fascination about, like, you know, just just death and what happens and what comes next and folklore and stuff like that. And I, I found some old bones buried in the backyard and I started carving them one day. And then I thought that that would be a good way to preserve people's memories. And I've been doing it. And this person came and asked... I know I should have told you. I'm. I just didn't want you to. I know how much you care about me and how much you want me to be safe, but 
I hardly leave other than to go on errands and I, I just wanted something for me. I know. And maybe that's... that's our fault. You see, you're like a daughter to us. We have to protect you. God knows if we take our eyes off you for five minutes, you're off and away doing all sorts of things. And it's not that we don't trust that you'll come back, but we made your... We made a promise. A very deep and sincere promise to keep you safe. And we failed that, Kyria, because now you're not. You... You, you're going to keep me safe until they come back, and that won't be long, and for the most part I have been safe, I've been extremely safe. I just needed something for me, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry it all went down, it, all of this happened, but I've made some friends. You have? I can find them again, yes. Um, they're, 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 they're quite wonderful. Um, I don't think they are quite used to me yet. I know who I could be a lot. Um, oh, darling, if they don't like you, then if they don't like you for who you are, then what friends can they be called? You're wonderful. Now, look, you'll have to be quiet, but if there's anything you need from your room, I would go, but in <clears> fact, probably best you don't go up the stairs. I'll, I will go and fetch whatever you need. You just tell me what you need, I will fetch it. But then... But if you still have my slippers, I could put those on. <laughs> Darling, everything's upstairs. We, okay. why wouldn't it be? We tell you to clean up after yourself, and <laughs> you don't. So we have to do it for you. I'd quite like to see my room again. <sighs> no, okay, it's... it's okay. Be very quiet. Do not, yes. do not wake anyone up. Okay. Okay. In the meantime, across the street, Virgil, you write your love note to Kyria. What do you guys want to do? How far away is the house from us? Uh, 30 feet. Okay, perfect. 35 feet away. Uh, I'm taking out my, my little wand. Okay. Uh, and um, as I flick it through the air, I, mm -hmm. I cast a spell and nothing happens. Excellent. Uh, and then uh, your note <laughs> is taken from your hand, Virgil, and floating in the air as I cast an Unseen Servant. Nice. nice! We love that. We love that. Excellent. Forgot about that. And I'm going <laughs> to so tell I. the servant to uh, go up to the door. Yeah. Uh, is there a gap underneath the door? Uh, there is, but there is also a letterbox on the door. <laughs> on the door. Okay. Yes. Perfect. Uh, then I'm gonna make it knock, and then put the letter in the let uh, slide into the letter box. Postman Pim. Postman Pim. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your unseen servant does moves across the street, and you hear a knock at the door. As the letter gets flung through the letterbox, the unseen servant makes their way back across the street as you guys poise in wait. <laughs> 
Kiria, you are walking through the living room of the Artful Lodger towards the stairs. And as you get to the first step, just before you take your first step up, you hear a knock behind. And Moore goes, No, no, they couldn't. You weren't followed, were you? Please tell me. No, 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 I, I was careful. I was careful. I used disguises most of the way here. And you see that there is a panic in you hear it in her in in their voice and you see it on their face as you both kind of spin towards the door and see this parchment get shoved through the door more races across the room and snatches it up off the ground and begins to read and goes somebody knows you're here somebody you said you weren't followed curious I wasn't followed. Somebody by the name of Virgil is asking if you're here. Oh! Wait, Virgil's here? That's one of my friends. Apparently. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. They... How did they know to find me here? Oh, this is excellent. Okay, okay, they're here. Amazing. Um, yes, no, you, oh, you're going to love them. You're going to love them. Um... Kyria, darling, you're dancing around the point again. Yes, no, um, <laughs> they're my friends, the ones I told you about that I've made. Oh. Virgil's one of them. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay, um, great. Um, I'm, just start, I'm just gonna start <laughs> casting message in a little circle around me. Okay. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> uh, who are you casting it to? Virgil. Virgil. You hear, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> As she points about four different times in your direction. <laughs> in, in different, in, in descending octave. And you just, yeah. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Virgil just sort of... Hey, they're in there. They've made it back. We were... You were right. They're in there. So... How do you want to go about this? Just... Hello, curious mothers. We're the people coming to take your... Child uh, away. And that's what she hears. Hear you. you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do you know this? How do you know that they're in there? Because they said hello four times in descending crescendo, it's definitely ours. Uh, Virgil, I am still tapped into this conversation. <laughs> ask them whether we should oh, come in, ask them whether it's safe. That's how it's... Sorry, I've got etch. I'm on the phone. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, what's the phone? <laughs> it's going to place you on hold. Put on the uh, put, put on the lounge music. Yeah, yeah the Imagine Dragons. <laughs> I'm on top. Kyria, <laughs> are you okay? Are you are you hurt? Are you fine? Can I we come in? I don't think I'm hurt. Um, it, that Do you mean you all... don't? I saw some members of the SBC uh, just down the street. Be careful. Um, there's a back entryway. Um, one second. Um, more, more. They're, they're yes. all outside. Oh, fuck. As, um, as this goes on, uh, Virgil just looks to Edivir and just mouths the word SBC as he sort of listens to that bit and just sort of... Um, one nod and I'm scampering up a wall to get on the roofs. Do you say that or are you... No, no, I, I give I give Virgil a nod, and then I try and scamper up the wall and straight pipes, whatever, to get onto the roofs. Okay. <laughs> it's a tall a... building! 
buildings here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a, they're like a, oh, it's oh, like oh. a, it's like a three-story building. Three, four-story buildings. Yeah. Yeah, three stories is easy. Sure. Let's <laughs> let's see how easy this is. Guidance. You can make me. Um, uh, make me an athletics check, please. Can I do it acrobatically? <laughs> how? By, you know, doing like the classic sort of like um, ninja guide and like run up one wall, push off it, run up another wall, push off it. Like, you know, oh, so you're doing parkour. You're not climbing. Yeah, I'm parkour. I'm parkour. I'm parkour. This shit. Yeah, I'm principally, exactly. All times. Always assume I'm principally pleasuring. Nice. Uh, go I'm ahead, not then. Not strong. <laughs> I am not strong. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, with guidance as well, right? It's a decent D4. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, D4. Or on the guidance as well. All right, so that is 28. Okay, Ash 28. and Edmir. Look at that. Look at that. 19 so, on the D20, 4 on the, um, nice. four on um, the guidance, plus 5. So, Virgil, you mouth. And Edmir just kind of nods and just goes, woof, and just starts climbing up the wall next to you and you kind of go, what the? And he's, he's gone. I, I take out the I take out the grappling hook at one point without attached a rope attached to it and just use that to like swing on a post and get myself oh, up another few meters. Nice. I'm, okay. I'm gonna turn to Leanne and go. Do you think he knows how to get down after that? I think we should have just knocked, but if he wants to be monkey man. I'm not climbing up the artful lodger, by the way. I'm no, uh, yeah, yeah. like an adjacent building. Yes. Um more kind of turns to you, Kiri, and goes, fine, they can come in, but you're not staying long, because... No, 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 no. Very well, invite them in. Shall I tell, tell them, them to, to use... run back? Yes, of course, yes. because okay. that's safe. And what that's are we at I all times? Safe, definitely. Correct. yes. Um, Virgil, darling, um, there's a back entryway, uh, just the alleyway behind, you can slip through, and uh, we'll meet you around the back door. <laughs> Everybody, shut up! <laughs> all you hear, all you hear back as he's watching Edivir, as he's watching Edivir, sort of assassins creep him way out of himself up a building. And you just sort of, you can almost hear the smile. Goes, but at least buy me a drink first. <laughs> I mean, I can. I'm sure more has a drink that you can have. Completely goes over Kiria's head as Kiria and more start making their way through the building towards the back door. Um, I... Once I hit the rooftops from from the shrouded darkness mm -hmm. of the rooftops and chimneys, can I get a little bit of a? Uh, yeah, make me a perception check. Perimeter check. Sure. Another nineteen. Um, total is twenty-two. Twenty-two. Very good. Um, you from this elevated position can see the SBC that um, Kiria was quite clearly indicating. They are several uh, like three to four hundred feet down the street to the left of where you are um you kind of like look left and right and you don't see any more sbc but you do see a couple of city watch uh, another 200 feet off to the right on the same street um just kind of rounding the corner and um, heading toward in your direction okay uh is and virgil's still watching me yeah i mean i'm looking I'm like hiding behind a chimney stack and but it's still with you guys in the view. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just I'll just put out a hand to to stop to point in the direction that they're coming. 
Okay. I think there's two more coming. I don't know if it's SBC or Guard, but we need to keep low. I think we need to move now if guards are coming. Did she say knock on the front door? What, what did she say? No, we, ha- we have to go around the back. There's a, there's a back entrance. They're going to let us in that way, but we have to run around the building, I assume. I don't know how close they are. It might be worth just waiting for them to pass by. I have one illusion left. I can just hide us in this alleyway. 160 gonna... feet. They are still... They are, they are moving in your direction. It, like, Virgil sort of looks up again to Edivir and just sort of, sort of points the thing, just like timing how for like trying to sort of... Um, I'll hold up five digits, and then once they get to like a hundred feet, I'll put one down, and then at like seventy feet, I'll put one down. All and right, I'll try and make a sort of consistent it's timing. It's it's they're they're very close, up. right? And sort of in the, like pulling his hands together in this sort of spark, this like sort of like line of sparks and this sort of purple and yellowish thing. He just sort of grabs one of the walls. <laughs> Pulls it off, and then sort of like a sheet of wall illusion just sort of pulls off and sort of folds around us to look like a very indiscriminate back part of a building. And it just sort of creates this kind of like squarish, like like you wouldn't even look at it, like a chimney stack or just sort of like a back thing. And it just and just forms around all three of us as editors up there. And just we get very close. Yeah, (laughs) I would imagine you'd need to all kind of just kind of go, okay, like like if Tim's on Liana's back. Virgil sort of like ducks into her chest a bit and sort of like <laughs> hold me like a totem pole. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I'll, and I'll just sort of just hide my way in on the rooftops. Like yeah. The I don't think anybody's looking in your direction at this point, Edvir, know, but, but for the I like, fun. I like that for the sake of uh, brevity, the guards pass. Edvir, you see that it is all clear. Okay, you I'll begin to acrobatically make my way down to street level where they are. <laughs> boof, 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 down to street Someone level. Someone doesn't have slow fall though, do they? Mm. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait until the multi-class comes. <laughs> I'll, 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 find a, I'll find a stack of hay and eagle dive on. <laughs> <laughs> um, the coast is clear. You guys pick your moment and dash across the street around the back of the artful lodger you see that one door is ajar and the same woman that you saw uh on the front of the building is kind of with the head sort of just peeking out as they see the four of you run around and they go um this way all of you the back gate is unlocked come on quickly but be quiet now straight and yeah, you through the back gate, shutting it behind as she ushers you inside and you walk through into what is essentially like a utility cupboard at first. Uh, the back door shuts and more locks it. And she just goes, come on then, follow me. And you walk through into quite an open, um, an open feel kitchen. Uh, very Ikea-esque. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wiccan vibe meets meets Ikea. Yeah, yeah, very much that, very much that. But it is very much like I think I think Wiccan is a is a brand of kitchen from Ikea. Possibly, Um, but it is very much uh, open plan, and you kind of like walk through. And as you get into the kitchen, you see stood in front of you in the living room area, Kyria. Instantly run up and hug her. I am instantly going to hug him. Like, kind of like, <laughs> bundle him up and just like spin him around. Oh, you found me. How? How did you find me? 
It's a long story, but we made it. Oh, also, I can make tree saplings. That's lovely. As you talk, as the, you talk as, as, lot. Lot. <laughs> as the spin comes, as the spin comes to an end, you just feel two hands come sort of like cut the side of your head as sort of Virgil comes in and says, "Where in the nine hells have you been? Are you all right? For God's sake, Kira, you scared the shit out of me." And they're very much sort of like pulling hair back, trying to make sure there's nothing wrong. Sort of, you, you know. see, Kira, you spot out the corner of your eye more, see this, and just kind of goes. <laughs> <laughs> and gives a very approving look down the yeah. like the long barrel of a nose like oh yes um you like kind of like inspecting curia you see like a bit of like dirt and like a bit of moss kind of stuck to them like a bit of grime um and like a, a couple of like vine thorns like stuck into their blouse um i'm i'm okay uh Wow, um, it feels like it's been ages. I, that was eventful. Um, listen, I, we can't stay long. They've apparently, the SBC have apparently been here every day. And I'm worried. There are guards patrolling the street as well. Yes, I spotted a couple of them earlier. Uh, they were a ways away though, more. I, oh, everybody, this is more Morrigan. It's a pleasure to meet you all. Um. Hello. Whoever you are. Oh, yes, uh, sorry. Um, uh, 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 maybe best not. Oh, yes. Uh, my friends. You're learning, dear. Very good. Am I? Oh, that's good. Very good. Wait, we're not um, supposed to say what we're called? Um, probably best not. Okay. Well, very nice to meet you. Anyway. It, it's lovely to meet you. So I, um, I trust that you are... The ones responsible for looking after my daughter. She, uh, well, they've actually uh, also been looking after us. We wouldn't have gotten out of a pretty sticky situation if it wasn't for them. Yes, I've heard of the situation that you've managed to unstick yourself from. Hey, they're all the... We're just uh, on adventures. Um, but... You're also all wanted criminals uh, in the eyes of the law, and uh, they funny. are... As, but, as she says this, and Virgil's pressed a digitating away the moss, the dirt, sort of, and you can see the little bits of flex just sort of like popping mm -hmm. into sparks away as he sort of keeps a hand over uh, Kiri's head. He's like, well, criminals in the same way that your beloved daughter is a criminal in the fact that we're not really criminals, so let's not go throwing around too many accusations more. I appreciate what you're doing for us, but... Okay, so um, whoever you are, let's and kind of... But to ah uh, to you must be Virgil. Very good. Mm -hmm. Um. So in the eyes of the law, did you or did you not break out of a prison cell that was on its way to the court? No, not we today. were broken out. Yes, we are. We are. That's... We are convicts by proximity. Ah, right. Okay. And when the SBC, uh, if they were to ever catch you, would see it in the same light, I assume. Well, no, they would probably kill us. Probably. So in that context uh and in the eyes of the sbc you are wanted criminals so you must take precautions whether you like it or not that is what you have been targeted and called so therefore that is what they will see you as whether you are or are not is not my concern my concern is my daughter's safety and her well-being we'll keep and... her safe as 
much as we can. With that in mind, we only intended to regroup. We thought this I... would be the best place to find Kyria, so we should be getting out of your hair. Oh, um, could I, could I please just go and go upstairs briefly? I just, I just, I know it's silly. I just really want to see my room again. More kind of looks at you and just kind of be very I'll be quick. quiet. I'll be quiet and quick, but not too quick because then I'll fall. I will be as quiet as possible and as swiftly uh, as I can. Um, also, guide it. <laughs> uh, and I'll pluck a, th- uh, pluck a thorn twig off her. Can I keep this? Oh, yes. Thank you. Pim? Uh, yes. Maybe we should watch by the window to make sure there's no... While she, she's doing what she needs to do, that there's no one coming. Um. Quietly, Kyria. Yes, I will. And I'd like you to make me a stealth check, please, as you rush up the stairs. With guidance. Sure. <laughs> This is good. This is good. This is good. Oh, end of it. Eat your heart out. Oh, yeah. Oh. Not really, not, it's not that good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? It's a 24, though. That's a very good. You are very, very quiet as you make your way up the stairs, heading towards your room. And the rest of you see more uh, just kind of stood watching the stairs and then just kind of like listening for Kyria to go very much out of earshot before she kind of turns to all the youngers. I think you all have a lot of explaining to do. What on the place? What in the hell are you doing out on the streets? I'm sure you understand the gravity of the situation that you're in. Given how you wish to have as little information about us as possible. Do you really want the answer to that question? If the SBC are coming around as often as they are, and we both know the means by which they can get information from a person, the more you know, the more you're in danger. Isn't that right? That's not the question I'm asking. The question I'm asking is how you can be so foolish as to be walking the streets of Windmere when there is wanted posters with your faces dotted around the city. You need to be more careful. Don't be caught in the open. Tread lightly. Walking the streets at night, that was sensible. During the day is less so. And if you do, disguise yourselves. You speak like someone who knows this stuff from experience. Yes, I do, don't I? Well... Do you? speak like somebody that talks as if they're speaking from experience of things like this yes i believe i am i feel that you've gotten her this far keep them safe do not do anything stupid and for god's sakes don't stay in the city long if you plan on keeping your notoriety high get out of skyhaven at least the city, for at the very least. And then book passage. There's many pirates and pilots that'll take you out of the city for a fee. Find one, pay the fee, and get out of here. Take her with you and keep them safe. That's exactly what we intend to do. 
Just out of curiosity, why aren't you trying this hard for them? Oh, for God's sake. Virgil. No, I don't... I'm not pushing anything here. I understand you have a business and whatever, but... You know, they're your daughter, your precious daughter. You know us from... You know us as convicts, and yet... We are to take them somewhere and hope for the best. I'm going to politely ask you to wait outside. Mm, sure you are, my oh, dearest. Try not to uh, say too much, shall we? Any of you three want to have conversation with more over here, please find out things we need to know about Kiri, ways to keep them safe, that kind of information. And don't worry, we will. He sort of, as, as he sort of walks past and gives like a very small smile and heads towards whatever the door was. Maybe just waits, not outside the door, but more in the cupboard we were in. Okay. Followed. Sorry for him. He likes to, uh, he likes to imagine he's the smartest one in the room. And the annoying thing is he usually is. Uh, yes, but often the most, the, the smartest people are too dumb to know when to shut the fuck up. Couldn't agree more. I have one request. Sure. Burn your fucking house down more. <laughs> you don't have any tobacco, do you? <laughs> now, it's I don't... Been technically... Years, fine, but you didn't get it from me. And she goes to the kitchen, goes to the top shelf of the <laughs> shelf right next to the back door, pulls off a biscuit tin um, thing that says, like... Um, ginger snaps on it puts it down yeah. opens the biscuit tin and pulls out a small pouch of tobacco and hands it you and then puts the biscuit tin back <laughs> oh you're a lifesaver look i apologize for throwing your friend out but questions about why i'm not trying to save my daughter will not be tolerated by somebody that barely knows her or me for that matter what they're not aware of is the countless hours and days we spent protesting at the front desk of the Iron Heights prison to try and gain her release. The countless sums of money that we do not have trying to persuade a crooked lawyer to stand for her in trial. We spent every penny we had. Well, every penny that we have. See, Essendon was her birthday recently, and though I spent most of my savings on a nice dress for them to wear during a lovely meal. I had plans to take them to Nimbusa on a lovely week away to celebrate our anniversary. But, well, that'll... another time, maybe. Look, I don't know you enough to trust you, but Kyria does, and that's good enough for me. Just do right by them. They might often go down roads that you'd question, but I promise you the destination is usually one that's meant with the greatest of sentiment. And I'm sure you've noticed, but her memory isn't the best. Be patient with her. That's all I can yes. ask. As Pim is looking out the window, uh, trying to clear from from the curses by making like a little peephole, uh, 
could I potentially ask a rude question? Sure. A couple of times now, I've 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 noticed curious talking to people when there's not people there. Uh, yes. I wouldn't ask too many questions around that, especially to Kyria. It doesn't... It does often confuse them. Just... Brush it off. Do you... Do it's you harmless. know why? It's... It's been with her since she were a child. Uh, since they were a child. Apologies. Uh, since they were a child. And it's a gift. It's a gift that they it's have. something we need to be concerned about. There's no concern. It's something that could lead us into trouble. Uh, no, it's harmless. She, uh, They have the ability to communicate with those who have yet to pass on. Those that linger. Ghosts. Oh. Uh, they don't, from what I know, they don't often like to be called that. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to offend. I've oh, no, never... no offense to me. I'm still alive, my dear. <laughs> Okay. Um. Look, if your plan really is to get out of here, I may know somebody that can help. Okay? Uh, it's an old acquaintance of mine. Her name is Darius. Darius. Okay. Okay. How can they help? Uh, they're a pilot, my dear. Now, they won't do anything cheaply or for free, but you may be able to Gain their favor if you were to tell them that I sent you. See, Darius and I go way back, and we helped each other out of a pickle or two. Let's say that. Did a few jobs together, way back when. Now, they are, by no means, are they a soldier or a fighter, but they're a, a damn good pilot. They can fly a ship anywhere. Do they have a ship? Or can they just pilot a ship? Uh, they have a... Sure, we can call it a ship. It's a, a vessel. It's, yes, some... it's a... Uh, yes. Uh, sure. Yes. Um, it's something we can fix up. Where can we find this, Darius? Uh, well, um, if they're in town, which they often are, uh, you could possibly either find them at the Rusted Anchor here in the lower city but if they're not there then you could possibly ask in the laughing minstrel he often frequents there for the entertainment and they're both places that are here in the lower city uh so the uh no my dear uh the anchor is in the lower city the uh the minstrel is in the middle city right okay we'll find it well, Very well. Thank um, you for helping us find her again. We were worried. She always manages to find the. Well, they always manage to find their way back. Sometimes with more bruises than I like to. Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Have you all eaten today? Are you hungry? I can rustle something up very quickly to take with you. That would be amazing. That would be fantastic. <sighs> Very I actually well. don't remember when the um, last time we ate was. And that is Natalie. Um, <laughs> uh, Edivir just finishes licking up a really grovelly roll, rolly. So. 
Do you mind, or should I take this outside? No, I would prefer it if you took it outside. Thank you. Um, Kiria, in the meantime, you yeah. sneakily and quietly make your way up to your room. Yes. So uh, Kiria's room is right in the attic. Um, it is laden with bookshelf upon bookshelf upon bookshelf with the least organized stacking of books ever. One entire bookshelf is filled with books that look almost identical. They just have slightly different like markings on it and they look like notebooks. And um, they basically, they, they, are, they run and they quietly open their bedroom door and there's this kind of rickety makeshift um like canopy bed um it's clearly like it's like moth ridden like 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 moth bites kind of has created holes in the fabric and it's basically pallets stacked on top of each other but you can tell it was like once like this ornate like kind of princess canopy bed type of thing that is kind of <laughs> as they've grown as they've gotten older as time's gone on it's kind of lost its way a little bit um <laughs> and there's a little kind of reading nook in the in, in a slight alcove uh, by the window and they kind of quickly run and they look under their bed for um any of their kind of bone carving tools that they didn't take with them that last time you managed to find not your best my, tools no not my best ones but no. you do manage to find a couple of the older ones that will yeah. serve a purpose for a short while but will more than likely need replacing if you were to carry on carbon bones okay um and then i am gonna uh, they're gonna go up to that bookshelf with all of the same books over and over again and i'm gonna take out the last few books um and they are diaries and it's gonna shove them in their satchel um including the one that's fresh which they actually take from under their pillow um nice. and then they run over to a massive falling apart wardrobe with all the chest of drawers in there that is bursting with homemade braces and priorities <laughs> 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 i like that yeah and they're gonna grab a few sets of braces a new shirt um and kind of dress up a little bit tidy themselves up a bit um and then I'm going to look for a cloak because I think I would have a cloak for some of my deals in the dark. <laughs> sure, you managed <laughs> to find way dodgy the dark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you managed to find them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then I think that's all that Kiria really came up there for. It's kind of looking around and kind of has a moment where they look down at their hands again. I'm just kind of go. I'm still real. I'm still here. I'm still here. Um, before kind of going down the stairs, stopping for a second by Essen and Moore's room, placing a hand on the door. To, I love you. Uh, before going down and rejoining with everyone. During this time, uh, Moore has put together a small little kind of knapsack um, of a cloth tied up, not, you know, Elmer Foot style on a stick, kind of <laughs> napkin bag that's full of like a few bits of bread, cheese, fruit, um, nuts, things like that, and hands it to one of you. 
um, and as you kind of come back down, uh, Edivir, you make your way into the back um, backyard yeah. with Virgil, um, Kyria. Uh, as you come down, more kind of walks to you and kind of like kneels down in front of you and goes, grabs your hands and goes, okay. Guess this is it for now. Well, I'll be back soon. I'm just going to clear our names first. I'm sure and you then will. Maybe, maybe by the time that my names are cleared, mother and father will be here and we can all have a big reunion. I, I want nothing more in the world than for that to happen. And um, talking of your mother, yes. if you are going and you're not going to be back for a while, maybe I can't come with you as much as I want to. As much as I want to be there to protect you from the evils of this world, I can't. And she kind of stands up and walks over to her bureau in the corner where she often does sits most of the day doing her the bookkeeping and yeah. <laughs> that kind of stuff. And she kind of goes to the bottom drawer and takes out the key that is on the chain around her neck, takes it off and unlocks the bottom drawer and opens it, goes to the back and pulls out a small jewelry box like a very small box shuts the drawer locks it again and walks over hands it to you these belong to your mother your real mother well you you all three of you are i know my dear but she kind of places a hand on your cheek it's just take them with you use them okay. you might find that they're of good use they certainly helped her. What if she needs them? Then you can give them to them when they come back. Okay. But keep them safe. Now, I don't... I don't know your friends, but they seem honourable enough. They've kept you safe thus far. Stick by them. And at the first sign of trouble, just come straight home and we'll figure it out. Yes, my dear. Am I real? Of course you're real. What makes you ask? I just... There was a moment um, where I wasn't. I don't know. Oh, heavens, your imagination. You read too many of those novels. No, there was a moment when I wasn't. I... I think... I my... think... I think, Curia, that... It must have been the moment that got to you, and your imagination must have ran away with you. Um, Inside check. <laughs> if I'm still in the room. <laughs> He's like over looking over his shoulder. Yeah. He's like, this bitch. Sure, roll me an inside check. Look, I... <laughs> Just be careful, Kyria. Okay. okay. Uh, what did you roll, Pim? 26. 26. 26. Let's <laughs> go. Um, I mean, she's not lying, but you're getting the sense that she's being very protective. Mm. And she's being very... She's trying to be a balm more than anything and trying to calm Kyria down. As soon as I, I sort of spot the her intention, I just go back to the window like nothing. Well, you 
Take care. Be safe. I love you. To you. I'm sorry I lost the bracelet when I was taken away. <sighs> I think they still have it. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll get it back. Great. Okay. Well, I'll see you soon then. Um, I'll see you soon then. Okay. Do you have a pomegranate? I've already put one in for you, dear. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I give her a massive hug. Yeah, and you see, well, Liana, Pim, you would definitely, at this point, you see that Moore just begins to cry as she holds Kyria tight and she kind of lets go. Okay, come on. Go on now. There's no reason to be sad. I'll, I'll be back soon. I know. I know. I just... I miss you already. I miss you too, but as soon as I can, I will keep you updated about how how things are. Good girl. Okay. okay. Well, and um, you two, it was nice to meet you both. Please stay out of trouble. I wish you all the fortune in the world. Where did everybody else go? Uh, they're in the back garden, my dear. Oh, okay. Uh, it's probably best that you head out that way and stick to the shadows. Yes. And get somewhere safe for the evening, okay? Yes. It was nice know. nice to meet you both. It was nice to meet you too. Pleasure to meet you too. Um and as they're going I kind of grab back Pim's hand and begin to go out. Yeah. I'm gonna put a hand on Moore's shoulder. I don't know what I can do, but I will protect her as much as I can. She kinda of grabs your hand. And just kind of squeezes your hand slightly and just goes, You better. I do have a question. They mean more to me than everything else in this world. And they're very special. That much is clear. You said you had a question. Her correspondence with you, would that put her in danger? I would advise against it for now. Until you're in the clear, at least. I'll figure out something. Sure. Tell her that... She knows my favourite flower. And if she wants to let us know that she's safe without getting in touch, just to leave that on the the front window ledge for me to find in the morning, and I'll just know that she's safe. It's very sweet. Right, it's a business there. And she gives you just a little squeeze as she leaves. Okay. Um, just just to rewind time a little bit, can we go to when <laughs> I came out to? Yes, <laughs> uh, we will. We will do that, but we're going to go for a short break first. Um, okay, fine. Before we come, to- we hoped you enjoyed this episode. If you did, be sure to follow Tales on Tap on your podcast source of choice and leave us a five star review. It really helps us get noticed. You can catch the show live every Tuesday at 6pm UK time at twitch.tv slash talesontap. Watch each episode in full with video on our YouTube channel or tune in right here next time when Errolon 